everybody. My name is Shauna, and this is the American English Podcast. My goal here is to teach you the English spoken in the United States through common expressions, pronunciation tips, and interesting cultural snippets or stories. I hope to keep this fun, useful, and interesting. Let's do it. Hey, everyone. How's it going? Today, we have a very new episode type. It's called 10 Words a Day, and this is designed for all intermediate and advanced listeners who feel like they always use the same words. If that's you, this is your chance to expand your vocabulary. My goal here is to teach you 10 new words. First, I'll tell you a story. You do not need to understand everything in the story. The goal is for this to be like real life. Right? We're often exposed to new language that we don't understand the first time we listen. We need to understand from context. Second, I'll go through the 10 key words. You may know some of these words already, and that's great. However, this is also where maybe some of the confusing words will start to make sense. Be sure to make a mental note of the words you don't know. Thirdly, You'll hear the story once again. Listening to the story a second time is crucial. When you've heard the definitions, you should be able to understand most of the audio. As a listener of this episode, I know that almost 100% of the time, you are not in a situation where you can or want to get a piece of paper out to do extra work. Based on all of your messages I received after listening to episode number 93, a lot of you are out walking or stuck in traffic or doing dishes when you're listening to this podcast. But here's the thing. You can make the most out of this episode by writing your own original sentences with the words that you hear. All right. If you would like the transcript, MP3, podcast player, and quiz that go along with this audio, be sure to sign up to premium content at AmericanEnglishPodcast.com. Are you ready? Alex was a tall and attractive man. Although he lived in the heart of Manhattan, he had grown up in the state of Georgia and felt like a Southerner at heart. He was warm and welcoming to guests, respectful towards others, and of course, a good Samaritan in society. He was the type of person who would find $50 on the ground and seek out its owner to return it. To others, his life seemed perfect. By day, he worked with environmental policy, which he loved. At night, he spent time cooking or hanging out with friends at a local bar. There was one itty-bitty problem, though. He felt lonely, and in spite of the millions of single women in New York City, he couldn't seem to find a good match. He'd tried blind dates, dating apps, talking to randos and bars, but something was always off, and he wasn't sure if it was him or if it was her. Afterwards, after any date, he'd replay the events in his head to see if he could pinpoint the problem. Had he spoken too much about himself? Was he one of those people who unknowingly spit while talking? In the end, he'd come to the conclusion that 
his only real noticeable flaw was snoring. But it's not like his dates were exposed to that because he wasn't sleeping in the restaurant. So what was the problem? On his first date, he had high hopes. He put on a crisp, clean button-up and slacks, fixed his hair, brushed his teeth, and gargled. His date Megan, on the other hand, showed up a half an hour late with a cold. Not only was she sniffling and coughing, at one point she sneezed so loud everyone in the restaurant looked. Gross. Speaking of embarrassing restaurant situations, his second date was even worse. Shortly after sitting down, his date snapped her fingers to get the waiter's attention. Then, when the food arrived, she chewed with her mouth open, slurped her Coke, and burped loudly halfway through the meal. He couldn't believe it. Alex couldn't help but wonder what had happened to basic etiquette. He was always told, be punctual, be kind, look your best, cover your mouth when you yawn, sneeze, or cough, raise your hand or finger to get someone's attention, especially in a restaurant, never snap. As for burping at the table, his mom would have sent him to his room. He couldn't believe that so many of his dates were missing such basic etiquette. That's the end of the first part of this two-part story. So stay tuned for the next episode, part two, to find out what happens to Alex. Will he end up finding his match or is he destined to fly solo forever? Before we move on to the key words for today, I'd like to ask you the following questions. And these are just some questions for you to think about. Are table manners important to you? What does it mean in your country to have good table manners? Do you need to put your silverware or utensils in a specific position, like three o'clock, five o'clock, when you're done eating or when you are still eating? Uh, have you ever been on a bad date? What went wrong? If you would like to answer these questions, be sure to post on the Instagram post for this week. You can find my profile at American English Podcast. If I hadn't mentioned at the beginning that there were going to be 10 words that deal with sound, it may have not been immediately noticeable that there were so many crammed in here. These words were to spit, to snore, to gargle, to sniffle, to yawn, to cough, to sneeze, to snap your fingers, to slurp, and to burp. These are words that in my foreign languages, I always have difficulty remembering. We'll go ahead and go through the definitions and some example sentences. The definitions for these words were taken from Oxford languages. To spit. To spit means to eject saliva forcibly from one's mouth, sometimes as a gesture of contempt or anger. Never insult an employee in a fast food restaurant. They might spit in your food or spit on your food. Some people also spit when they talk, like we heard in the story. He worried that on previous dates, he spit when he talked. 
The interesting thing about spit is like other short words that end in T, like cut, put, hit, they're the same in the simple past tense. So you won't hear spitted, you won't hear cutted. I spit on him yesterday. <laughs> I cut my finger yesterday. I hit my head yesterday, etc. To snore is when somebody makes a snorting <laughs> or grunting sound while they're sleeping. We'd only watched the previews and my dad was snoring in his chair. To gargle. This means to rinse uh, or wash one's mouth and throat. Usually we do this with mouthwash. And as a result, you might hear a gargling sound because of the movement of liquid and air together. I might tell a friend, wow, you have garlic breath. There's some Listerine in the bathroom if you want to gargle. So Listerine is one of our most popular brands of mouthwash. To yawn means to involuntarily open one's mouth wide and inhale deeply due to tiredness or boredom. Yawning is contagious. It's also polite to cover your mouth when you yawn. Uh. To sniffle <laughs> means to sniff slightly or repeatedly, typically because of a cold or a fit of crying. Right? So to sniff is the action when you want to smell something. So if you put a chocolate cupcake in front of my nose, it will be impossible for me to not sniff it. Right? I'm going to I'm going to sniff the cupcake. So sniffle is when you do this because you have a cold or you're crying. So just to imitate that. It's that sound. Right? So the little girl cried as her parents dragged her out of Disneyland at closing time. She then sniffled for an hour afterwards. To cough means to expel air from the lungs with a sudden sharp sound so as to clear one's throat or lungs. We often cough when we have a cold or when we get something stuck in our throats. Exercising can be harder with asthma. After running, swimming, or biking short distances, you might start to cough. <coughs> To sneeze means to make a sudden involuntary expulsion of air from the nose and mouth due to irritation in one's nostrils. During allergy season, the woman's allergy symptoms kicked in. She got a runny nose, an itchy throat, and sneezed a lot. <laughs> to slurp means to eat or drink with a loud, sloppy sucking sound. While it is considered impolite to slurp one's soup, coffee, or sodas in the U.S., in other countries, I've heard, it is polite to do so. Number nine, to burp. To burp is a reflex or sometimes an intentional act that noisily releases air from the stomach through the mouth. Another way to say burp is belch. Derek burped loudly after chugging a can of Coke. I remember when I was a kid, my brother and his friends 
used to try and burp the alphabet after drinking Coke. Number 10, to snap your fingers. To make a sound by pushing your index finger, your middle finger or other finger against your thumb and then release it in order to make a clicking sound. We snapped our fingers to the beat of the music. All right, so now you've heard these words in a few different ways. You heard it in the context of the story. You learned the definition. You heard new example sentences. Now that you know the meaning of these words, you'll hear the story one more time. After completing the audio, I highly recommend writing 10 original sentences to solidify your knowledge of these new terms. Alex was a tall and attractive man. Although he lived in the heart of Manhattan, he had grown up in the state of Georgia and felt like a southerner at heart. He was warm and welcoming to guests, respectful towards others, and of course, a good Samaritan in society. He was the type of person who would find $50 on the ground and seek out its owner to return it. To others, his life seemed perfect. By day, he worked with environmental policy, which he loved. At night, he spent time cooking or hanging out with friends at a local bar. There was one itty-bitty problem, though. He felt lonely. And in spite of the millions of single women in New York City, he couldn't seem to find a good match. He'd tried blind dates, dating apps, talking to randos and bars, but something was always off, and he wasn't sure if it was him or if it was her. Afterwards, after any date, he'd always replay the events in his head to see if he could pinpoint the problem. Had he spoken too much about himself? Was he one of those people who unknowingly spit while talking? In the end, he'd come to the conclusion that his only real noticeable flaw was snoring. But it's not like his dates were exposed to that because he wasn't sleeping in the restaurant. So what was the problem? On his first date, he had high hopes. He put on a crisp, clean button-up and slacks, fixed his hair, brushed his teeth, and gargled. His date Megan, on the other hand, showed up a half an hour late with a cold. Not only was she sniffling and coughing, at one point she sneezed so loud, everyone in the restaurant looked. Gross. Speaking of embarrassing restaurant situations, his second date was even worse. Shortly after sitting down, his date snapped her fingers to get the waiter's attention. Then, when the food arrived, she chewed with her mouth open, slurped her Coke, and burped loudly halfway through the meal. He couldn't believe it. Alex couldn't help but wonder what had happened to basic etiquette. He was always told, be punctual, be kind, look your best. Cover your mouth when you yawn, sneeze, or cough. Raise your hand or finger to get someone's attention, especially in a restaurant. Never snap. As for burping at the table, his mom would have sent him to his room. He couldn't believe that so many of his dates were missing such basic etiquette. 
right, that's it for this week's episode. If you liked this format, please let me know on this week's social media post. You can find my Instagram at American English Podcast. Enjoy the rest of your day and until next time, bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the American English Podcast. Remember, it's my goal here to not only help you improve your listening comprehension, but to show you how to speak like someone from the States. If you want to receive the full transcript for this episode, or you just want to support this podcast, make sure to sign up to premium content on AmericanEnglishPodcast.com. Thanks and hope to see you soon.